I am Johnnyka Thurston, and I am Citizen Salem. Hello and welcome to another episode of Citizen Salem. My name is Chris Paget, and thanks for listening and for checking back in after a brief hiatus. I'm back with a number of interviews, one of which was recorded at the Peabody Essex Museum. We'll get to that in a moment. The rest of them recorded at the beloved Record Exchange, and I got to spend an afternoon with Paul and Barents and Colette at the Record Exchange, about five hours. I did not buy a single record, which is which is a record for me, but... First, let's talk about my first guest. Uh, this episode of Citizen Salem is uh, Donika Thurston. You've probably seen Donika around town. She has big hair and big glasses and a big bubbly personality. She's a lot of fun. She was actually approached by somebody at one point and uh, referred to as a uh, Salem celebrity, which I think fits. Uh, Donika is a great woman. She does great work at the Peabody Essex Museum. We're going to talk a little bit about the PEM, uh, what her work is at the PEM, and uh, the future of the PEM, where it's going. So here's my conversation with Donika Thurston. Well, thanks for taking time out of your busy day. Yeah, no problem. I'm excited. This is cool. I've, I've, it's kind of cool to get the, the behind-the-walls view of the Peabody yeah. Essex because <laughs> Usually we come in and we always see is the shiny stuff, Mm -hmm. you know, so seeing the, seeing what's going on behind the scenes, it's kind of cool. Yeah. Deinstall happening right behind you right now. Right now. Yeah. Uh, So everybody gets asked the same three questions. Okay. How long have you lived in Salem? I've lived in Salem a little over four and a half years. And where did you move here from? Where did you come from? Moved here from Lynn, Massachusetts. Oh, so right down the road. Yeah. Yeah. Just about a 20, 25 minute drive from my mom. All right, perfect. Yep. <laughs> is that good or is that bad? That's good. It's good. It's like enough distance that like we're far apart, yeah. but close enough that I can still like do laundry for free on the weekends. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> um, how did you end up here at the Peabody Essex? Um, so a job had opened up as adult programs coordinator. Um, I had been at the Lynn Museum for two and a half years and had just uh-huh. finished grad school um, and was making like $12 an hour and mm. was like, yeah, I got to start paying back those loans sometime soon. Um, So one of my former colleagues at the museum actually had a part-time gig similar to what I was doing at PEM um, early on and was like, hey, you should apply. I was like, all right, we'll see. Um, I didn't have any art museum experience. Uh, I I worked in an art gallery in college here and there, but, you know, I figured what's the worst that could happen? They could tell me no. Um, So I had a phone interview, and then, like, within the next week, I had another phone interview, and then I had a bunch of group interviews, and then I got the great news that I got hired. Um, and I think it was actually one of the quickest hiring processes here at PEM. No kidding, really? Yeah, usually it takes a while. Sure. Like some people, it took like eight months for them to oh get hired. Um, and for me, it, I think it took less than two. Uh, so that was pretty, pretty cool. It's like the longest eight weeks of your life, isn't it? Right. Like you're waiting for well, that call back. I had gotten like... a part-time job at the Harvard Art Museums. Yeah. And so I was like starting to fill out paperwork. Um, and I basically had an orientation coming up that Monday. So I called uh, my supervisor, Michelle Moon, and was like, hey, are you guys actually going to hire me? Because if you are, I'd rather not go to orientation on Monday at the Harvard right. Art Museum. <laughs> right, right. Um, so then she ended, ended up calling me back that day. I was like, yeah, you got the job. Good, so. good. Um, so one of the things I do in Salem is I'd go, I do the, the uh, volunteer Halloween for Kylie Sullivan mm-hmm. um, and answer questions of tourists at the booth. You are so brave. <laughs> it's fun. I like it. <laughs> um, 
But when I go to describe the Peabody Essex to people, I'm like, you just kind of have to go. Yeah. You just kind of have to see it. Yeah. It's a weird museum, right? It's a weird museum because I don't think it's a conventional museum. Like, it's not an art it is, museum. It's yeah. Not a, yeah. It's art and culture, but like you can see our maritime gallery and see that, but then you yeah. also might, you know, do, go into the Strombees gallery and it's just not everything makes sense, if you will. Like, yeah. I feel like we're cutting edge in certain ways and then we're also tradition and traditional in certain ways. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's an interesting, interesting place. For sure. And then it, we don't really have like the witchy stuff too. So I think some people expect nice to see break. Yeah, some sort of witchy component, um, but that's not really there, at least not yeah. right now. Sure. There's, there's some things in the works. Well, that's the beauty part of it is it does change and evolve. Mm-hmm. And, like I, when I came in, I didn't realize you had the, 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 the more modern Japanese culture exhibit. I'm definitely yeah. going to come back and check that out. Absolutely. Now. Yeah, because a lot of our traveling shows get a lot of the, the media attention, but we're also trying to rotate objects uh, quite regularly in our permanent galleries too. Um, so the other day I just went up into um, our Siemens gallery, which has a lot of um, American decorative art, and there were a few pieces in there that I had no idea yeah. uh, were in there. So that was really a happy discovery Yeah, yeah. for sure. I haven't done one of these in a while, so I've already kind of blown up my spot on my second question. But the question is, if people see you on the street, how do they know you? Um, do you think here? Yeah, through here. I've done a lot with Creative Collective and John Andrews. Um, and so he usually posts some sort of candid photo of me <laughs> doing something during some event. You know me from the internet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, though, I went to Lobster Shanty Prom, yeah. and a woman came up to me at the shanty and was like, oh my God, you're Donika. You're like a, a Salem celebrity. And I was like, what do you mean? She was like, I see your photo all the time That's on like Creative hilarious. Collective and things like that. She's like, I've wanted to meet you for a while now. And I was like, oh my gosh. It was kind of crazy. Uh, but I also volunteer with Salem Main Streets. Uh, I'm a Salem Arts Festival committee member. I've been doing that for a number of years. I think since I moved to Salem. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm here, there, and everywhere. Do you feel, because... Um, I worked in Lynn for a while, so you know, in total about eight years. Okay, yeah, that's um, a good chunk of time. So, you know, it was five and three, but anyway. Um, so there are cultural differences, obviously cultural differences between Lynn and Salem, but there's, there does seem to be uh, some, you know, there seems to be more similarities than differences. Oh, Absolutely. And there's, I've, I've always pictured it because I made that drive every morning at, you know, 4.30 in the morning, you know, through Marblehead and Swampscott to get mm-hmm. to, to Lynn. And it seemed like Marblehead and Swampscott were kind of in the way. Yeah. Almost. Kind you know? of. And you've been involved in the cultural aspects of both Lynn and Salem. Do you feel that, that similarity Absolutely. too? Absolutely. Like, For me, it's community. Um, you know, yeah. community really drives a lot of what I do in my museum work. Um, and Lynn has such a strong sense of community yeah. and it's the community that helped me get to where I am t- today. Sure. Um, and Salem, similarly, there's like that strong sense of camaraderie um, and strength in the community that, you know, if something were to happen, you know, we come together um, as one and we really just celebrate the amazing things that are happening here. Um, so yeah, there's definitely a lot of similarities between Lynn and Salem. Um, for sure. Otherwise I wouldn't be here. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's a, that, that's kind of a thing too. It's like, do you, do you feel like maybe you were you turning your back a little bit on your community by taking a gig here? Like, you know, I've stayed involved, um, in Lynn. So I've done some part-time work with beyond walls. Um, I'm an alumni of raw, raw artworks, um, yeah. and they have an awesome mentorship program. Yeah. So I actually, I've been a mentor there for four years now. I was president of the alumni council for a little bit. 
Um, so I still try to, to stay connected to Lynn. Uh, my mom's still there, like I said. I'm there on the weekends doing so laundry. So close enough to do laundry <laughs> and close enough to still be involved in the community. Okay? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, Lynn will always be my home um, yeah. and you know my community. But it's been great uh, to have so many relationships here in Salem um, and meet so many great people. Um, it's nice to have two homes. Oh, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what are you doing to make Salem a better place? Um, for me, it, with my role here at PEM, it's just like opening our doors to what is your, What is your role here at PEM precisely? Uh, like, so what is your job? Creative engagement producer is okay. the title, um, but public programming is basically what I do. Um, so I like to say that I like to create cool events that make people want to engage with the museum who otherwise wouldn't. Um, I also like to spotlight what's going on in the community and give people the power to showcase themselves and their artwork in our spaces um, because I think that's really powerful for somebody to mm -hmm. say that, oh, I did this performance at PEM or I displayed my artwork at PEM. Mm -hmm. um, it really validates somebody as they're you know, putting themselves out there and, and trying to make it as an artist or as a creative um, and being able to support people in their work is, is really awesome. I feel very lucky to do that. What are the challenges of engaging the community, both because it's such a heavily tourist town? Mm -hmm. do, you, do you think in your head 50-50 between locals and tourists and engaging them? Or do you, get, do you focus more on the locals? Or I try to focus more on the locals. It has been hard with uh, you know, the library situation that happened recently. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I think there is a, definitely a disconnect. Uh, but with our new director, he seems very community focused, um, mm -hmm. and it's really refreshing to have somebody who wants to focus on the folks who are literally right outside our doors. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited for the future here. Um, and yeah, I think community needs to be involved in every aspect. Um, and so I'd love to just continue moving that forward. Yeah. Was the, uh, was the, for the new portion, the new wing that's opening up, was the overnight events thing was that your idea it was i think that's like the best thing ever thank you i'm dying to be in here at four o'clock in the morning it's not happening what no i know i know can i still come at four o'clock in the morning um you can i don't think anybody will let you in though but <laughs> <Stand outside. laughs> oh well hell sorry i know it's funny I'll cut this so part out. It, it like got approved. It yeah. was like in the press release. It was happening. I had like this whole schedule. And then we basically had a come to Jesus moment about our bandwidth for that entire weekend. Yeah, that's a lot. And it was like, yeah, I don't know if this is actually possible. Who's going to be staffing this at 3.30? When we also are open 10 to 5 Saturday and Sunday. We're free to the public. Oh, we're Lord. expecting thousands of people. Yeah. Um, so we've decided to table the idea, uh, yeah. hopefully for next year, because there will be a couple of gallery spaces that aren't quite finished. Yeah. Um, so I'm saving the idea for when the, the entire wing is completely done. What's your, um, what's your favorite thing that's in the new wing? So far. Favorite thing. Um, the Maritime Gallery is really cool. There's yeah. a lot of objects in the gallery. Um, they have this cool mural that they have installed. Um, and they're also featuring like stories of particular objects oh. that people don't really know about. Um, so it's been fun to like listen in on those stories and see how they develop. Um, because there are some definitely some quirky pieces in the collection that you wouldn't otherwise think like a piece of scrimshaw. Who cares? But it's back to the weird museum yeah, thing again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so that's really cool. And then, yeah, all, all three levels are going to be really, really fascinating. Really cool stuff. I read the article about the Hawaiian figure. Who? Yeah. yeah. He seems I, cool. I'm like slightly afraid. 
Really? I think having like a living God in your space. That's like, a lot. It's, it's heavy, right? Yeah. And I'm just, it, yeah, I'm like very much. It's, I've watched Ghostbusters enough times to know. Yeah, like, I'm like a believer in like spirits and ghosts and things like that. So I'm sure. just like, I don't want to. I don't want to rub Koo the wrong way, so to speak. Stay on his good side. Yeah, I want to stay on Koo's good side, for sure. Do you have a Salem ghost story? Um, I don't have a Salem ghost story. I do have a Lynn ghost story. I'll take it. So I used to work at the Lynn Museum. Okay. Um, And one day I was in the library archiving photos. Um, And it was myself. I was the only person in the building. And then one of our exhibition installers who was on the second floor. So I'm in the library, it's dead quiet, and all of a sudden I hear this humming, and it's a female voice humming a lovely tune. And I thought it was Tim, our exhibition installer, playing a joke on me. So at lunch, I was like, Tim, really funny joke, ha, ha, ha. And he was like, I wasn't even, I wasn't there. I was like, no, 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 that's not cool, Tim. Don't play jokes with me like that, Mm. because I believe in ghosts. So we left it, fine. And then maybe a couple months later, we had an event um, on the first floor and the bathrooms were backed up. So I ran to the third floor to use the staff bathroom and it was dark. Mm. So I'm in the third floor going to the bathroom. I go to push open the door and then right behind me, no. I hear the humming again, No. Uh, the same voice, the no. same song. And I'm literally like, no. Oh my God. <laughs> I've never, le- I like was just like, fuck it. I'm out. I, was like, <laughs> I don't even know if I can swear on this thing, but I was like, I am out of right here. Response though. Yeah. So I ran down the what? stairs and like, Maybe chugged a glass of champagne and yeah, was like, all right. Take the edge off. Well, I can tell you, uh, not from personal experience, but from uh, stories that a friend of mine told me, don't go to the second floor of Turner's. Oh. I'll tell you what the mic's off, but yeah, it's, it's a thing. So I think the first floor is probably fine. Second floor. Yeah. Well, I mean, like a lot of our historic houses are also creepy. Uh, we do have some storage, I think, on the third floor of Gardner Pingree. Mm-hmm. Um, and every time I go in there, I'm just You're like, because like, mm. the storage is like near a bedroom. And I don't know. I'm just like, mm. yeah, good. I come in peace. <laughs> Not <laughs> trying to, to disturb anyone. <laughs> just here to grab this one thing. I'll be out in a second. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, well, Danica, thanks for talking to me, taking time out of your busy day. Yeah. No, this is fun. This is cool. Good. Yeah. And I'm, uh, I was DJing the shanty party. I know, you were. You yeah. did an excellent job. Thank you. I had a good time. It was super fun. So it was one of those things of like, I see her across the room, but I kind of got my hands full. Yeah, so. yeah. Well, Elizabeth was like, yeah, Chris. And I was like, did he DJ the shanty prom? That was me. Yeah, it yeah. was you. Yeah. I don't know why I typed, because I definitely had this conversation in person. It wasn't an online conversation that I had it's, with it. It all seems like it's online it's at all, this point. Yeah. <laughs> Just like this is. <laughs> 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 all right, thanks for your time. Yeah, thank you. Well, she's fun, huh? Thanks to Danica for uh, hanging out with me, showing me the uh, seedy underbelly of the Peabody Essex Museum. And thanks to the folks over at the PEM for letting me in with my giant bags of equipment. You can find the Peabody Essex Museum online at pem.org. Their new wing will open September 28th, the 2019. And like Danica said, there is a lot of uh, stuff they're going to be doing surrounding that new wing opening. So I'm looking forward to it. Alex Asacker wrote and performed the Citizen Salem theme song on her ukulele in my living room. Citizen Salem is recorded and produced by me, Chris Paget. If you or someone you know would like to be featured here, send me an email at citizensalem1626 at gmail.com. Thanks for listening to Citizen Salem. <laughs>